Hello, and thank you for joining us for this episode of UMBC's Mic'd Up podcast. My name is Denise Cardona from the Office of Professional Programs at UMBC. We are going to be talking today with a recent graduate of our Data Science Graduate Program, Daniel Rimdens. I hope that you enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for joining us today, Daniel. It's wonderful to have you here on the UMBC Mic'd Up podcast. Thank you. It's a privilege. Happy to be here. So you just graduated from data science, the graduate program at UMBC in data science in December? Yes, I did. This is February as we're speaking now. I graduated uh, two months ago. Oh, how does that feel? Um, it feels amazing. So, so freeing, um, but also very rewarding. Yeah, I would imagine. So what was your path like to get to in the graduate program, like what made you decide, hey, I think I want to study data science at UMBC at the graduate level. And what, what made you decide to do that? Uh, well, first, I uh, had my undergraduate in environmental science and I had um, done some research uh, working with data and uh, oh, sorry, my cat's trying to make an appearance. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I had done uh, a lot of work with data. And that sort of piqued my my interest as far as um, moving forward. I realized that data was central to all of my research interests because I hadn't come across any kind of primary research that didn't involve some type of data collection analysis and developing insight from that data. Coincidentally, during the pandemic in 2021, I was uh, laid off from my job as an environmental scientist. And at that point, I already knew I wanted to further my education. So I'm like, okay, this is a perfect opportunity. I'm just gonna take the dive and, and start researching how to uh, move forward. And I was already in the Baltimore area. UMBC uh, got me hooked because of the multiple um, tracks. The, there's the data science program central, but then there's several other tracks that you can do spatial analytics, which I was very interested in because I was an environmental scientist. There's the healthcare track. There's, um, for those who are more inclined, uh, computer science, you can veer that way. Um, so yeah, very uh, diverse and tailored to whatever individual needs or career paths that you might want to go into. I love it. Tell, tell, tell me a little bit more about spatial analytics. What does that involve? What For people listening to this podcast or viewing it on YouTube, and they don't know what it is either, what, what is it? Um, well, spatial analytics is analytics, but with spatial data. So pretty much you're uh, going to be working with uh, data that has to do with the geolocators, maps. You might be creating maps, turning data into maps or um you know, as an environmental scientist, you're doing sampling or you're looking at climate patterns. These are all things that have to do with um, location, could be weather. Um, so different uh, types of topics, even for um, tech companies like Lyft or Uber, um, you know, they're working with a lot of location GPS enabled um, services. And so you might end up in a company like that, working with location data, turning that into maps or analyzing what kind of um, directions or, or paths are most, most efficient, quickest way to reach a certain destination. You could go several different ways with it. Sure. I think about um, marketing because that's what I'm in, marketing. And we use geo-targeting sometimes for some of our campaigns to make sure that we're reaching the right audience and we're not 
spending where we shouldn't be spending and things like that. We're trying to attract a certain geographical location. I'm assuming that's all part of spatial analytics and the, the data there is very important, very powerful in helping to tell a story because I really, that's what data is. It's about telling a story, isn't it? Yeah, data is the new gold and it doesn't lie. Yeah, it's new gold. I love that. So since you've graduated, what are you doing now? Are you are you working in the data science field at this point in a role? Um, tell, tell us about what's going on in your path now. Yes, I am a predictive analytics fellow at the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, FDA. Um, it's been very exciting. <laughs> I started there as um, a summer fellow, uh, like an internship uh, during my second leg of my master's at UMBC and I actually got connected um, to that opportunity through one of the data science UMBC professors who is a supervisor, my current supervisor currently at the FDA. So yeah, UMBC as far as having professors, faculty, they're directly connected to opportunities in the industry and government. So super excited to be in government because I can use my technical skills to help people directly, the American people. And um, I'm going to plug in spatial analytics here again because you're looking at medication and pharmaceutical quality who's being most impacted by what, where. And as you can imagine, medicine, you know, think about the pandemic and your Pfizer, Moderna uh, vaccine shots and Johnson & Johnson where are they being manufactured? A lot of those vaccines came from outside the country. So there goes your geospatial analytics again, who's making what, where, and how is it affecting people? Yes. So I'm at the FDA, long answer, doing uh, data science work there. That's great. What a great opportunity. The fact that you met that your instructor was somebody who helped you realize the potential out there and get you connected. That's really powerful. Those network connections that you make when you're in school and, you know, obviously being a great student, a great steward of, of your studies, that, that those are the kind of opportunities that come someone's way when they put themselves out there and willing to learn and grow. And you sound like you're a curious person about these things, which is, I'm assuming you really need to be when you're when you're out there and you're trying to figure out these important points, these important data, what it means to the general public, to like you said, the, the you know American citizens. What does it mean to the world at large? And when you're dealing with things like pharmaceuticals, medical medicine, life-saving medicines and in the face of pandemics and things like that, that's really powerful. How do you think, how did the program prepare you for this role that you're in? The UMBC Data Science uh, Master's Program prepared me for my career best by, um, and I tell this to my friends, so you know, anyone I, I come across, what was your favorite thing about the program? Um, I didn't quite expect it, but what was most important and prepared me best for the field was having professors. Majority of the professors were actual professionals in the field. So several of my professors, um, you know, my current boss now was my former professor, worked for the FDA. And this is going to be um, sort of a funny coincidence. My current landlady, who I rent from, 
is also an adjunct in the UMBC data science program, also a working professional data scientist, and is friends with my current boss because they had worked together at a previous company. So it is um, it, it is eerie almost the amount of connections that can uh, develop through faculty in the data science program because they're out there working, so they're applying exactly what it is what it is they're teaching you in class you can see the field applications you can get opportunities um, at current organizations that those professors are in and that's the story of my life right now mm. go umbc go retrievers it's it's wonderful to have that connection and you just highlight you highlighted the magic of that right there and you know it really is a wonderful thing when you are learning from people who are out there in the field doing the work. It's not, it, it, I'm sure that you learn some theory, obviously, that's what part of graduate school is, but it's that applied nature, being able to hear how that, how that is applied out in the world. That I think is where learning happens. That's where that, that sparks go off, the light bulbs light up to life. And that's how, that's how people, that's how you transfer that learning out into the real world is, is that way. So yeah, that's fantastic. Absolutely. When you went into the program, did you have any expectations and were they met? Uh, I know you mentioned one was a surprise being that people, that the faculty are industry practitioners, but what else were you expecting from the program and were those met? Um, I would say that I, I expected it to be more of an analytics program. A lot of universities and colleges and even, I mean, you go online, you can find analytics courses, you pay a couple hundred dollars and, and you can do that. Um, so I thought, okay, I already um, have some experience working with data. I had worked in Excel, you know, conditional statements in, in, in Excel and, and um, manipulating data. So I expected this is what I'm going to build off of. Um, but then this struck me the difference between data analytics and data science. There's a, there's a big difference between the two. And I learned that by seeing how much, um, computer science and research was involved in the data science program. It's not just, um, getting numbers and crunching them and spitting it out. You have the opportunity to, um, for example, in the capstone project, design your own um, research endeavor, really, a topic that you're interested in. You get to um, not only make graphs in, in Excel, for example, but to find a topic that you're interested in, completely up to you. Um, here goes some project management skills also. What kind of data are you going to use? How are you going to design your study to answer a specific question? So you're applying the scientific research method in there as opposed to, um, you know, just analytics. You want to measure or see a difference, measurable difference, get some insight from um, numbers that are in front of you. So it's more than it's more than making a graph. Uh, it was a lot more technical than I expected. And that's prepared me, equipped me better for the field than people who say, you know, chose to go do an online course in data analytics. I have a bit of computer science uh, uh, technique in there because of the several programming languages that I have learned. And then there's application of the scientific research method 
as well as data analytics itself, making visualizations and, and pie charts and, and, and graphs. So all of that combined has um, given me sort of a more boisterous um, knowledge base and experience base to be able to have an edge uh, ahead of others in the field. Mm, it sounds so well-rounded, really. I mean, you so you know, you not only just get like you said, you get some, you get you get the spreadsheet, you get that kind of number crunching technology, but then there's also that management aspect, the analytical aspect, the it, all of that all comes together, and it makes you a more well-rounded person, and obviously a better candidate for positions out there in the data science field being able to lead and manage eventually too, to be able to step up to those roles. You're, you're well suited for that now because of this background, it sounds like. Yes, go retrievers. So when you're in your class, you've got peers, you're learning alongside people. What was that like? What were your peers like? Was it collaborative? Did you, do, did you have to do group projects together? Um, did you kind of play off of each other to maybe, you know, get some brainstorming underway to be able to understand concepts? What was that like in the classroom? There was not a single class that I took in the UMBC Data Science Master's program that didn't involve some level of group work. My first semester, less so, there was individual assignments and projects and then opportunity to do group work. But from my second semester forward, I mean, majority of the assignments and midterms and final exams were group projects and then presentations to go along with them. So it was... Uh, a mixture of challenge you know you meet people who are from all over actually majority of students in the UMBC data science master's program are from other countries so there's a lot of diversity you meet people who have different backgrounds a lot of them computer science uh, majors computer engineering you know mathematicians and so there's the challenge of um, working with people who have uh, either a wider knowledge base or they're from different expertise, you get to be challenged and clean off of them. What do they know that I don't know? And how can I learn from them in order to come together and put this project in a way that will be um, not just uh, not just one that can get a good grade, but something that can be presented even outside of uh, the UM, UMBC sphere. Some of those projects I have in my portfolio and I can show to potential employers, here is a program that I developed with classmates and friends of mine, um, with different um, people have different strengths and weaknesses. So you figure that out, learn from them, and you also get the opportunity to impart uh, some of your knowledge or whatever your uh, specific technical skill is on other people. I might be better at making visualizations. Another person might be better at, you know, data extraction, manipulating that data into a different form. So it's um, it's like making a pot of soup. All the ingredients have to come together um, in order to make something magical because um, each one leans on the other. You know, you get some flavor from the computer scientist who then talks to the mathematician who then adds his own uh special spin on it and you create something beautiful at the end of that you have a program that you can present get an a on and then also showcase in the future as part of your portfolio you save that as part of your code base we call it well you served that up 
beautifully in terms of the analogy. I love the analogy. Come, soup. come get come get your pot of soup at UMBC. <laughs> We're going to make that our new tagline. Right. I love it. I really do. It It really highlights the importance of being able to have that open mindset to be able to work with a variety of different people from different backgrounds, from different spheres, because that's really where we get uncomfortable when we have to do that. Um, group projects are never comfortable. I, I've not been comfortable in a group project in my, uh, you know, my experience so far. But then all of a sudden I grow into that comfort. By the end of the semester, I'm like, I'm so glad that I joined with you with you all to be able to do this because you it's really good to get uncomfortable and then figure it out and then grow from learning to be able to be open minded, to take other people's pers perspectives and then to be able to share yours, to be able to have that voice, to be able to have that conversation. And that's the real world, isn't it, Daniel? I mean, that's when you go out into the real world. We're all part of teams and that's, you know, we're not all the same person. Thank goodness. That would be horribly boring. And we would never get anywhere in the world if we were all just the same and had the same mentality and the same skill sets and the same strengths and weaknesses. There's beauty to being able to put together a really good pot of soup yes. with different ingredients, like you said. I love that analogy. And <laughs> such, I would add, such is the nature of uh, the data science program again back to the different tracks that I talked about in the beginning, because um, every industry that you could possibly think of, whether it's, you know, you mentioned marketing or I'm in the pharmaceutical quality, um, somebody else might be doing geospatial data for a tech company or weather data. There's just data being um, collected, a bunch of data, and you need to know, depending on your subject matter area, what to do with it, how to manage it. So there goes the whole... Um, diversity of data and data science itself. Absolutely. What would you say was your greatest takeaway from studying at UMBC? Mm -hmm. um, my greatest takeaway from uh, getting my master's in data science at UMBC was being, um, being able to be flexible because Data science stems out of, you know, maybe a combination of uh, statistics, math, and then computer science. And the tech field, computer science, moves so quickly. So it was um, very encouraging to see professors on their feet, you know, in class, being able to not only teach us from past knowledge, but discover in front of us new technical advancements, you know, a certain program that's been outdated, there's now a new version, there's now a new way of, uh, you know, a new syntax for programming to get a certain output that you want. So um, it's not a, it's not a get all the knowledge, know it once and for all type of field, you need to be able to um, move because technology is advancing very quickly in, in different ways as we can see around us. So being able to embrace that unlearn a certain technique that maybe worked before but now it's not the fastest anymore and people want it fast people want outputs um the most efficient way so you need to move and i learned that uh flexibility right from my first semester at, at first it was surprising you know to see my professor in class go to a certain there's sites that you go to stack overflow um to get help with coding or what's what's wrong with my syntax what's happening I was a bit taken aback to see that my professors were also researching best practices in class, but 
that's exactly how the field is, being able to find the next best thing that works um, and become a professional at it. Be so good at it that you can then impart that wisdom on others. Ooh. What a wonderful, wonderful closeout to a really fantastic conversation. Oh, gosh, I've had such a great time listening to you talk about data science and just the application and the importance of it out in the world. Daniel, I always like to end a podcast with a professional development type of element because I, a lot of people tune in and that is what they're after with these when they're listening to these podcasts is professional development, personal development. So my question to you is, what was the biggest lesson that you've learned so far in life? What, what would you say that is? From the data science program specifically or just? It could be or just in general, too, as a professional working out there in the world. You know, what, what was the biggest lesson that you learned that you can now take out into the world? Wow. Um, you know, I'm going to. This just works perfectly. First of all, the metaphor about pot of soup. And now I'm going to. Um, refer to Amazon um, that started out, I don't know, a decade or two ago. Don't quote me on that, but Amazon was actually a bookstore, you know, like trying to sell books online. That's what they started out trying to do. And then today you have, you know, this tech behemoth who um, they're now investing in electric vehicles, renewable energy. So it's like, okay, here's this company that started out as sort of a bookstore and now they're um, in their own way um, making advances to uh, help prevent climate change. It, it's quite interesting. There goes that development. So they figured out how to you know, sell books cheaper than other companies and then moved on, added onto that uh, other products. And now you have sustainability, renewable energy. And I think that that's what's happened to me. Maybe it took a pandemic and getting laid off from my job as an environmental scientist to see that, okay, perhaps I can use this as an opportunity to build on my experience. And the nature of the data science program at UMBC is such that no matter what background you're from, because there's so much data being harvested from whatever field um, that you could possibly have an interest in, it is a perfect um, add-on of technical skill that you can put, because I started out doing natural science research as an environmental scientist. Added on to that, data science, because I work with data in the field that I'm in, and I'm um, better prepared, much sharper to be able to go in and say, okay, now I not only have um, skill as a researcher, natural uh, natural natural science scientist, but also um, some computer science, science and statistics and math. There's the analytical and technical know-how um, that comes with that. And I think that I'm going to go forward um, pursuing life in that way that I can develop and add on because um, I need to be flexible. I need to see what skills are in demand. And then, I mean, perhaps even you, Denise, working and schooling at the same time, you realize, okay, this is going to make me more marketable. It doesn't mean abandoning your initial passion, which for me, it was environmental science, you know, help the environment, help people. And I'm in the government ensuring pharmaceutical quality and that people can have access, especially underserved communities that are more likely to be um, impacted by 
whatever quality issues um, that, that happen with uh, drug products. So now I can help with that. I can help people, which seems more, you know, okay, sociological, but yeah, I'm doing it as a scientist. Oh, I love it. I love that, Daniel. You're so right. There's so much potential out there in the world. And what a great lesson to learn that we can continue to develop, continue to pursue our passions and not abandon them, but just level them up and, and develop them and grow them and to make the world a better place. Acquire more and move on. Acquire more knowledge, you know, an extra certification or an extra degree, whatever it is to, you know, add to your potential and move on. <laughs> I love it. And for anybody who was listening to the podcast and maybe heard your cat make those cute little sounds, who, what is the name of your cat? <laughs> His name's Tiger. Uh, <laughs> this is not a video and you're wondering what Tiger looks like. He um, looks like Garfield. That's, you know, he, he eats too much and thinks that the world revolves around him. So I apologize on behalf of Tiger and hope that he also spiced up this interview, made it a better pot of soup. I love it. I love it. Tiger was crawling across the screen a few times there if you weren't able to see it. But if you could hear him, oh, he's so adorable. I love when I love when fur babies come and join us. So fantastic. It was great having Tiger and it was wonderful having you on here as well, Daniel. Thank you so much, Denise. I'm happy to um, sort of give back some feedback and, and encourage people through my experience in the UMBC Data Science Master's program. Do it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of UMBC's Miked Up Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to learn more about our offerings, do a quick search for data science graduate programs at UMBC or click the link in the show notes.